Welcome to Geraldine Tegelove Live, the show that shares with you the secrets of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding your life. Having pulled herself from the rubble of financial ruin and having gone on to create a highly successful career, Geraldine has become an expert in the art of transformation. She believes that it doesn't matter where you are right now, how overwhelmed you feel, or how impossible the task of turning your life around may seem. You can do it. Stay tuned as metaphysician, international best-selling author, and intuitive Geraldine Tegelov gives you the inner understanding and the outer practical how-to to create your amazing life. And welcome, everyone, to Geraldine Tegelove Live, wherever you are in this wonderful world. Yes, it is a wonderful world, regardless of what may be going on around us at this point in time. I guess it would be so very easy to get caught up in, you know, all that we hear in the media about the negative side of life. But this is never going to solve the issues that we face individually or as a society. I think all of us hunger for greater peace, happiness and a prosperity that in, encompasses every area of our lives and I guess the only way we're ever going to truly achieve this is by focusing on ourselves and on exactly what we desire as in greater peace, greater happiness, greater health and well-being, greater wealth and etc etc. And I know this sounds so simple, doesn't it? But if we're going through major or, or even minor issues in our life, it's not so easy to lift ourselves out of the quagmire and, and get ourselves back into the flow of life. But guess what? I'm hoping that today I may be able to help you find a way to step out of that space of not knowing what to do or how to do it and get the guidance you need to really having you moving in a far more positive direction. Today, we're going to have an in-depth discussion about oracle cards, affirmation cards, guidance cards, you name any sort of cards, and how they can assist you in lots of, uh, what would I call it, game-changing ways. Now, to help me to do this today, I've invited a beautiful friend, Sandra Beck, to come onto the show and be my co-host. Why? Well, Sandra is what I call a true entrepreneur in the world of marketing and internet radio. She's tapping into her heart's desires and following a path of faith and trust and having enormous success. Sandra has discovered that even though her work requires working constantly with her thinking mind, she's also now tapping into her intuition for creative guidance, and I love it. The thing that I really love about Sandra, though, is that she is one of those amazing people who is always asking questions, questions which contribute enormously to her spiritual and personal growth. Now, Sandra has had a number of readings with me, and I have to say I'm always so impressed by her wanting to know more and more about connecting to her intuition and her oracle cards so she can get the best 
you know, possible advice and guidance. So welcome, Sandra. Are you there? I am. Oh, I was so, it was so nice to hear about myself. Thank you for that. <laughs> that is my pleasure, Sandra. And every little bit of it's true. So, you know, that's, that's really good. <laughs> it was. I was sitting here going, that's right. That's right. I do do that. Yes. Yeah. And I know with the work that you do, um, in uh, marketing and all of that sort of an internet thing. I know your your brain is wired for logarithms and algorithms and all these sorts of things. And um, to really work with the creative part of you could be sometimes a little challenging. That's a lot challenging. <laughs> but but you're getting your head around it, aren't you? It's fabulous. So on today's show, I thought it'd be great to have Sandra here to ask all her questions with regards to intuition and how to get the best from her oracle cards. And I'm sure that so many of her questions will be the questions that uh, many listeners would also like to ask and get answers to, but don't have the opportunity to do so. So today is question and answer day. Oh my goodness, I hope I'll be able to answer all the questions. But you know, if I can't, I'll always get back to you. So it's all good. <laughs> but Sandra, we usually begin our first segment with a, a reading. And I'm wondering if you have uh, your feather cards with you, because I know I, you have. I do. Fantastic. So what I'd love you to do, and we'll kind of get started with the reading, I'd love you to just shuffle those cards for me, please. And can I just say something to the audience about, you know, you're listening, but when you touch these cards, they're really yummy. They're like thick and and slippery and pretty. And, you know, I'm a real tactile person, Geraldine. And one of the things that I love about your cards is they feel so nice. They feel luxurious. Oh, good. <laughs> well, that's something I've never heard before, Sandra. So I think I'm going to learn a bit today, too. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so once you've shuffled them, Sandra, then I want you to just fan them out in, and hold them. Uh, what hand? Are you right-handed or left-handed? Right-handed. Right. So hold them in your right hand, and I want you to choose the card with your left hand, the non-dominant hand, and I'll explain why later on, but I want you to choose with your non-dominant hand. Okay. Okay. And and I'm going to ask you a question, and I want you to choose a card. And you've already chosen it, so it will be perfect. And the question is, what does my heart desire right in this moment? So what was the card that you chose? Oh, I got genetic memory. Aha, beautiful card. So genetic memory, Sandra, is all about singing your own unique song. Not trying to fall into line with what other people um, are asking of you or expecting of you. This is the uh, feather of the lyrebird. And the lyrebird is the bird who uh, passes, it hears uh, sounds around it and it mimics those sounds and it can hand them down through generation after generation after generation. So when you hear a lyrebird sing, and believe me, it's the most beautiful song you would ever hear, and it stops you in your tracks when you're out walking. 
Um, that song could have been from sounds 200 years ago. It's, they're just amazing birds. So what it is asking you to do and what your heart is wanting you to do, and I think you already do this very well, is connect to what is uniquely you and sing that song. Do you understand that, Sandra? I do, kind of. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know, so- I've been working really hard, you know, to be more true to myself and identify, like, what I want to do, and that hasn't happened. You know, i got two kids, so that hasn't happened in, like, a decade. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I wonder, Sandra, would there be... Uh, would there be a possibility for you to gift yourself even 30 minutes a day where you sit down and time out from everything that you do in your busy world? And I know you're a very busy mum of two boys who are constantly on the go and you are a single mum to the bargain. And your work keeps you busy. But if you could find 30 minutes a day to just... Um, just work on 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 the heart stuff, what you really love to do. So maybe, um, you know, writing, uh, starting to write your book or whatever it is that you want to do. And But 30 minutes, you know, we all think, oh, how can I find 30 minutes a day? But if it's really, really important, then it's time to find that 30 minutes. Could you do that, Sandra? Can I do other things at the same time, like wash my hair or put my makeup on or get ready for the day? Or does it have to be like, I got to sit still? You got to sit down and do this, girl. Oh. (laughs) We're very good at multitasking us girls, but really you need to take the time for you. and And it needs to be 30 minutes set aside. Start with 10 minutes. I can do 30. I just have a hard time sitting still, but I'll make it happen. Well, if it's if you know if it's something to in the creative way, what you can do, Sandra, and I quite often do this because I find it hard to sit still too, unless I'm really focused on something. I take my um, I go for a walk and I take my phone with me and I put it on record, and I record all my ideas and my thoughts onto my phone as I'm out walking, and then when I get home, I transfer those onto the computer or whatever. So that 30 minutes is like your thinking time? Yes, yes. Oh, oh, I can do that. Yeah. I thought I just had to sit still and wait for inspiration to come. Oh, no, 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 no. This is you. And the inspiration will come, but it's setting aside that time, as I said, to sing your song, to really focus on what's important to you and to write down those ideas and then uh, transfer those into some, it might be to what you're currently working on. It could be a book. It could be uh, new ideas for your show, um, uh, whatever it might be. But it's really focusing on you doing your unique thing in life. Oh, I can do that. That sounds Fabulous. better than sitting still. I thought I like had to meditate or something. I got all nervous. Yeah. <laughs> no, you don't need to get nervous. This is fine. Now, Sandra, we're, we're coming into a break um, about now. So after this break, I'd really love to get into the questions that you have for me. 
and uh, I'll take a deep breath and, and we'll answer as many as we can in the time that we have so that um, hopefully not only help you but help so many others out there too. Because I know Oracle cards are great, but I remember getting my first set and I was really confused as to what I was supposed to do with them or how they actually worked. So after the break, everybody, question and answer time. I can't wait. It'll be so good. Okay, hang tight. We'll be back shortly. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Teglov will return after this short break. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert, Annette Hammond. According to Fitness Magazine, the majority of us are getting enough protein. Most nutritionists agree that active women need about half a gram per pound a day, or approximately 65 grams for a 130-pound woman. The USDA reports that most of us, even vegetarians, are eating 69 grams of protein daily, so we are good. If you are as active as recommended and exercise for more than an hour, five or more days a week, you should increase your protein intake to 0.75 grams per pound. Eating protein within 30 to 45 minutes after you work out rebuilds and repairs the micro tears in muscle tissue that occurs when you exercise. Taking in protein right after you work out will make you feel less sore the next day and increases your lean muscle mass. I'm Annette Hammond. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, all quilters just like you. Call in with your questions. Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live, and today my beautiful guest is Sandra Beck, who is here with me to explore the world of oracle or affirmation and guidance cards. You know, there are so many decks of cards to choose from in the marketplace at the moment, and each hold a very special energy. I forgot to mention when we were choosing cards, Sandra, before the break, that you're actually using my Feather Magic Oracle cards for today's uh, show. And um, as you know, these cards can be found on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com, and you spell that 
um, G-E-R-A-L-D-I-N-E-T-E-G-G-E-L-O-V-E.com. But we do have a much easier link to take you to the cards for today. And that link is feathercardreading.com. So all you have to do, you don't have to try and remember Geraldine Tegelov, which can be a bit tricky, can't it, Sandra? Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so if you want to find out more about the cards, it's feather, as in finding a feather out there, bird feather, card, C-A-R-D, reading, as in reading a book, dot com. So that makes it a bit easier. Um, and you have these cards, don't you, Sandra? I do. I do, Geraldine. And, you know, when I first met you and I got interested in, uh, you know, some of these different cards, um, you know, I kind of went on Amazon. I looked around. It was so overwhelming. And one of the problems that I found with some of the different decks, like I have a bunch of different tarot card decks, you know, just different things. They were so complicated. And, you know, I'm tired at the end of the day. I want a simple reading. And um, not that simple, you know, is any way negative, but I could... I could start with your cards right away and get something out of it. I didn't have to memorize spreads and layouts and, you know, look up, all, you know, all these different things and figure out reversed and non-reversed. It was really confusing to me. So these were a blessing um, because I could, I could kind of get it. Yeah, and I think that's what we're all looking for at the moment, Sandra. I mean, we are all very busy people, and I, I really believe that it has to be um, practical, and down to earth and if it can be made easier by just picking up a deck of cards and and uh, knowing that I can choose a card today for uh, some daily guidance that makes it so much easier and more simple as you said so that's fantastic um I I thought Sandra It'd be just good to explain the difference between decks before we start. Oh, sure. Because all cards are similar in that they tap into that inner part of you and help give you answers and guidance in the best possible way. Oracle cards tend to focus on past, present, and future. Uh, Guidance cards do much the same. But they have a focus on guiding you into the future. You know, what step do I need to take? What's what's the guidance I need right now so that I can move towards my goals and dreams? Affirmation cards also give you guidance and have a definite daily or weekly focus on a particular positive affirmation that will help you change any negative belief patterns that are held in your unconscious mind. Does that help you, Sandra? It does, because, you know, I... I I look at these oracle cards and, you know, I, I really want some understanding of myself. And if it gets too complicated, like, you know, like what will be and like the affirmations drove me bananas because I, I really just needed something to calm my mind and tell me what I already knew, which sounds kind of crazy, but that's what I was looking for when I bought my first deck. And I think that's a, that's a really great statement that you've just made there, Sandra, cards will, you know, we usually know that, well, we always know the answer within ourselves. And uh, a card will help us to really confirm what we already know to be true. We just haven't quite trusted that within ourselves. So, 
that's fantastic. So, Sandra, perhaps if we move on to how Oracle cards actually work, and that might help you too to get a, a better understanding of where they're coming from, would that be okay? Well, that's the analytic mind in me. You know, I when I got this card, I look, I'm like, there's a little book that comes with the cards. You know, there's there's yes. over 94 cards, and I was going, okay, how how do these work? Like, how can I expect a, a, a you know a deck of cards to you know, kind of reflect me energetically and like, you know, can I use them to talk to the dead? Like, you know, what can I really do with these two? Yeah. Okay. So, um, probably to answer this, how do Oracle cards work? I need to go back a, a step or two to explain that we have a conscious mind. That's the thinking part, you know, our brain, and we have what we call an unconscious mind. And this is what we might call the inner mind or the higher self or the divine mind or whatever. The mind that's in touch with all that we've ever experienced in this lifetime and all other lifetimes that we've ever lived. To put it another way, this is um, the spiritual part of you that that has a, a direct link to all the wisdom and knowledge that you've gained since the beginning of time. Um, this is where you store all your beliefs and perceptions about life. And this is also the home of your emotions. And your unconscious mind is not just in your brain, but it's actually in every single tiny cell of your body. So your unconscious mind is very, very powerful and will do all in its power to serve you, to protect you, and guide you in the best way possible. Now, oracle cards or any type of divination cards will connect you to this inner part of you, your unconscious mind. And... Um, and it responds to the energy that's in and around you in any particular moment in time. So the cards will be reading your energy and vibration and responding in the best possible way for you as you choose your cards. You know, if you do another reading perhaps an hour later, you'll probably get some completely different responses because as your energy and vibration shifts, so do the messages or the answers. Is this a good thing? It certainly is. <laughs> but um, oracle cards also work on your intent. So when you have your cards in your hand and you have to be really clear when asking your questions because when you're very clear about your questions, you'll get a very clear response. And then it's being open to whatever response comes, whether we agree with it or not. Because sometimes we think, I, I, I don't think that's the right card for me. Well, guess what? It is. In that moment, it's the exact card that you need to choose. Does that help, Sandra? It does. It does. Because sometimes I'm just tired and I really don't think about anything. And I just say like, what do I need to know today? <laughs> like, yeah. You know, it's like the lazy reading. But, you know, a card will come up and it'll give me a lot of 
things to think about and how it relates. And I'm the one who relates the cards to my life, like not anybody else. So it's really pretty helpful. But I, I want to share with everybody this amazing thing that happens to me with this blue focus card. And I have to tell you, Geraldine, I shuffled the deck, turned it over. There's the focus card again. For like the last three months, I get this focus card <laughs> over and over. And here's the mathematician in me. So I turn around and I'm like, okay, there's 94 cards in the deck. I started tracking it for 30 days. The focus card comes up 16 times out of the 31 days. And, you know, there's a one in 94 chance of them coming up. And it's like, this is a statistical improbability. So there has to be something to it. That was my little empirical brain, you know, working on this stuff going, how the heck is this card still coming up? And sure enough, it comes up when I flip the cards over on the air with you today. Well, there isn't that amazing, Sandra. And there's actually 38 cards in the deck. I just need to make that clear with everybody. Yeah, you know what I'm trying to say. I know exactly what you're trying to say. Sandra. 96 pages in your little book. That's what I was thinking of. Thank you. Um, And you're so right. If you're constantly getting the same card, Sandra, it's a definite message. And if it's coming over and over and over again, It's you really uh, listening intently to what that means for you in your life. And if you haven't quite got it yet, then that card will continue to return. And sometimes, Sandra, you in, in what I do anyway in those cases, if I continually get the same card and I think, look, I've, I've thought of everything I can possibly think of. What else could there be? I often say to spirit, okay, Obviously, I don't get it. I don't, I'm not quite getting what this means. So I'm asking you to show me. Show me three synchronistic happenings out there in my world today that tells me clearly what it is that I need to focus on in my life and, and, and make it so clear that I basically have to trip over it. And I know exactly what you're telling me to do. And, and that's a great way of getting that exact answer, Sandra. Oh, I'm going to do that because it's like I'm being haunted by the focus card. Yeah. <laughs> and that focus card, that's actually the feather of the pelican. And when pelicans fish, they work as a team. And they guide all the fish into one corner of the lake or the stream or the river or the ocean. And then they all dive at once to get their catch. So that might have something to do with, you know, what you need to focus on. Um, But ask. Tell them you want some very clear uh, guidelines to what what this card is going to mean. And Sandra, you mentioned before, um, you know, what can I use them for? Like, can I talk to the dead or can I, um, <laughs> I, I can't predict the future or what can I do with them? Um, these are fabulous questions too. And, uh, and I know a lot of people ask me these questions during readings. So after this break that's just coming up now, we're going to get straight into that i promise sandra after the break we i will get into those for you and then we'll have to move fairly quickly won't we to get through all your other questions because i i think you've got a few written down there (laughs) i do (laughs) 
So bring those that are really important to the top of the list, Sandra, and we'll work fast. I'll stop talking so much back soon. Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelove will return after this short break. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 central on Toginet.com. Marla believes that with the right mindset, anything is possible. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka inspires you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the million-dollar mindset. Marla will inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power. Tune into the million-dollar mindset for heartwarming stories with Marla Tabaka. Learn tips and tricks to building a successful business and unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. For more information on the Million Dollar Mindset, go to our website, MarlaTabaka.com. That's M-A-R-L-A-T-A-B-A-K-A.com. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Monday afternoons at 2, 1 p.m. Central on Toginet.com. It's Harvey McKay, author of the best-selling book, Use Your Head to Get Your Foot in the Door, includes job search secrets no one else will tell you. Harvey is a true ideal praxist. That's a person who puts ideas into practice. Harvey admits landing the right job can be more difficult than the job itself. And successful people can't have phonophobia. That's the fear of work. But in these economic times, it can be a necessity to make money any way you can. What's a word for using any means to make money? Womo de Kunquais. So what's the best job to have? Will Rogers once said, the best job in the country is the vice president. All he has to do is get up every day and ask, how is the president? It's words you never I'm Carolyn Davidson, and you can have fun challenging your words you never heard vocabulary with my new app, Too Funny for Words. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. Yes, you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelov Live. And if you've just joined us, we're chatting about how to get the very best guidance from your oracle cards. And I've been joined by my beautiful friend Sandra today to help me answer as many questions as possible. If you'd like to listen to the complete show and heaps of others, then you can download them for free from iTunes. Just search Geraldine Tegelove Live, or you can come here to Toginet, or you can find them on my website at GeraldineTegelove.com. Now, Sandra, we better get into it, hadn't we? There's so Absolutely. many Absolutely. <laughs> okay, so what can we do with our, our oracle cards? Like, what kind of things can we ask them? Like, I want to know, can you talk to the dead or predict the future? Or can you explain other people's behaviors? Like, can it help you do that? It, it can do all of the above. You can ask them anything and everything, but always remember that the cards are connecting to that unconscious part of you, your spiritual side. So the cards will give you the best possible answer for you in that moment of time. And if, and if you allow it and not try to figure out what the card should or should not be, you'll get a really clear reading. 
talk to the dead? Um, yes, you can. If you have a, a spirit guide that you love to connect to on a regular basis or a loved one that has passed, and I know your mum is always with you, Sandra, <laughs> you can use the cards to help you with your conversation because we are physical and we're human and, you know, sometimes it gets lost in translation, so to speak. So ask them then a question and then use the cards to help them give you the perfect response and I do suggest, though, if you really wish to speak to the living dead, as I like to call them, and mediums do, uh, then it would be a great idea to book in for a session with a medium too because sometimes we do kind of get lost along the way. And um, when it's a very personal, uh, if it's a, a loved one who has passed or gone home, as we would say, then, you know, the emotions get caught up in what we're hearing or what we're list, trying to listen to. So sometimes it's good to also book a reading. Uh, predict the future. This can be a really tricky one. The cards can give you possibilities around the future. And this is a really important one, Sandra. They give you a glimpse into the road ahead, but you still have to do the work to make it a reality. I sometimes, you know, have people come for a reading and tell me that something I mentioned had not yet come about. And my response is always, well, have you done what I suggested? And secondly, have you changed your belief patterns around knowing it's possible and right for you? Because we all still have free will to either bring it into reality or not, but there's work to be done. And I guess I'm being really honest here. <laughs> if you're not willing to do the inner and outer work, then the, your chances of having certain things happen are quite minimal, but they are still a possibility. They are still there in the field. And the very best way to ensure a fabulous outcome is to believe it is possible and and just get happy knowing that it's on its way. Um, so if I'm really stressed or I'm upset or I'm tired, do those things affect, like, you know, I know I my energy level's low, but, like, does that affect my readings? Um, n no, Sandra. It will uh, – Your the spirit part of you, remember, is never tired. It's always oh. there. And it's always waiting to serve you. Now, don't be surprised if you're really stressed and really tired that you might draw the card of balance yeah. or, you, you know, or you could draw the card of, um, I don't know, endurance or uh, journey or something like that because those cards are really telling you to step out of the situation you're in or, you know, take some time out for yourself. Find that balance. But the cards will still read for you because those answers are coming from that unconscious part of you. Okay. okay. Yeah. Now, so if you have, like for me, I get all excited because this is the investigative journalist that comes out in me. And I'm like, ooh, okay. <laughs> so if it's not my energy coming in, like affecting the reading of the cards and it's the, you know, it's the, what did you call it? The like unconscious mind tapping into that kind of thing. Yes. If I have more than one question, which I always do, do I have to 
like shuffle the deck each time between questions or do I just keep picking them from the same deck? Like what is the protocol for um, like doing a reading? Like, like how do I start? And then do I just ask one question? Like, can we just get into some mechanics here so we can get a basic, (laughs) you know, here's what the start of you do buy your cards, sit down and, you know, I don't know. I love you. I just love that. And, and this is so good though for me, Sandra, because sometimes I just think everybody knows this stuff. No, your box comes in the mail. I go, Ooh, they're so pretty. I look at all the feathers. Then I had to look at all the dogs. Then I had to look at all the horses. Then I had to read the book. I didn't even get to a reading for like two weeks. I was too busy just playing around. But that's really good. That playing around is fabulous because that's connecting your energy into them, Sandra. So when you get your deck of cards, open them, of course, and uh, divide the cards because quite often they're quite sticky. So you'll need to pull them apart and just begin to play with them just as Sandra did. Begin to play with them because that kind of puts your energy into the cards. Now, some people can get Um, this is the practical woman in me and the time saver. I believe we live in a quantum energy, in a quantum field. And as we all know from quantum quantum physics that quantum moves fast and it can be in one place at one minute and in a second or mini second, it can be in another place. So, you know, a lot of people love to go through a ritual of cleansing the cards and lighting candles and burning sage and whatever. And if that's what you need to do, do it. But for me, I set the intent, cards cleanse, they cleanse. Because I believe I live in a quantum energy and I am quantum energy. And if I decide with intent that that's what's going to happen, it happens in a millisecond or a millisecond or whatever you call it. So you can hold your cards in your hand and you can just have the intention, cards cleansed, and they are. And you have to trust that. But as I said, if you want to go through the ritual, go through the ritual. Now, May I suggest that you spend a little bit of time here, though? Okay, if you're running out the door to work, you can just say, what do I need today? Choose a card and run with it. Take it with you in your bag or your handbag or your purse or whatever. If you have a little bit of time, sit in the chair, relax. Just take a few deep breaths and and relax yourself. Then shuffle the cards Make your question very clear. If you've got half a dozen questions, Sandra, you don't have to shuffle the cards in between each question. You can just use the cards. You've shuffled them. Now, hold them in your dominant hand. Choose with your non-dominant hand because that's the hand that connects to the unconscious mind. Your dominant hand is that dominant part of you, you know, ego. It wants to get in on the game. But if you choose with your non-dominant hand, you are definitely connecting to that unconscious or that spiritual part of you. And you ask your question. You don't think about it too much. You know, sometimes people come to readings and I say, now choose me however many cards... And honestly, it takes them 15 minutes to choose the cards. I'm thinking, once you begin to think about the question and what the answer should be or shouldn't be, your thinking mind has already jumped into action and it's not going to be a clear reading. So ask your question. This is a bit like 
NLP, you know, neuro-linguistic programming. Ask the question, choose the card as quickly as you can. Uh, And if you want to, in this quantum world that we live in, you could actually, like Sandra, uh, tell me if I'm wrong, Sandra, I have a feeling you chose your card this morning before I asked you the question. Yeah, I did. Yeah. So you can choose a card and then ask your question. Because, you know, quantum energy doesn't just move uh, forwards. Quantum energy moves backwards in time, forwards in time. There's only this moment in time. And your unconscious mind or your spiritual side knows exactly what you're going to ask. So you can just choose the card and then ask the question if you want to. Or for most people, it's ask the question, choose a card. But don't sit contemplating which card do I choose. Your hand knows exactly what you need in that moment. Oh, I've got all, I've got on my soapbox again, Sandra. Well, no, it was really good because some of the problems I have is like, you know, am I doing it wrong? And, you know, and I kept getting that focus card over and over. And I really carefully examined all the cards to see, like, maybe that one had a bend, maybe it had a crease in it, you know. But I've noticed that over the, you know, months I've been playing with these cards um, that I get this, uh, like, I get a field of the same ones you know there's like five or six that come up repeatedly every once in a while there'll be like a weirdo that comes in and i've never seen that card before but there's a whole mess of them geraldine that have never come up in my readings and i'm like statistically that's not impossible so there's got to be something to this you know it's not just random no it's definitely not it really does and once you begin to trust the cards magic happens um and if somebody else touches it does it ruin the magic like do they get their like bad energy on my cards like i don't i won't let anyone near my stuff (laughs) i love it well sandra we might have a quick look at that uh we are coming into break again and we might have a quick look at that after the break short answer um, it, it they can affect the energy, but once you pick them up again, it will be your energy straight back into them again. So calm and, down, settle down. <laughs> yes, yeah, settle down. Don't don't worry about that. You know, you they're your cards. Once you hold them, and remember, fast intent cards cleansed. They're cleansed. That's that's doing it the quantum way, and so your cards will be just your energy just for you so you don't need to worry about other people touching your cards if you have a thing about it well just pop them away somewhere (laughs) and they'll be fine but no you're pretty safe you're pretty safe so sandra after the break if you have a few more questions and we'll get straight into those Best-selling author, musician, and life coach, Geraldine Tegelov will return after this short break. Have you heard? The pages of American Patchwork and Quilting magazine come to life on our new weekly online radio show, American Patchwork and Quilting. Join Pat Sloan, our blogging and quilt designer host, as she talks about the latest trends, ideas, and inspirations. Her guests include quilt pattern designers, authors, quilt shop owners, and our editors, All quilters, just like you, call in with your questions. 
Get quilting tips from industry experts. Learn about free patterns. Hear behind-the-scenes stories from our magazines, American Patchwork and Quilting, Quilt Sampler, and Quilts and More. Get the scoop on free stuff and find out more about the best independent quilt shops in North America. To listen to a live show, tune in Monday at 4 p.m. Eastern. Just log on to allpeoplequilt.com slash radio. To hear past shows, go to iTunes and search for American Patchwork and Quilting Radio. We hope you'll join us because we know that quilting changes everything. It's the Fitness Minute with fitness expert Annette Hammond. When eating out, sushi is a wise choice. The Mayo Clinic says that most types of seafood are relatively low in calories and are full of nutritional benefits. The calories in sushi vary depending on the dish and how it's prepared. In fact, the same sushi dish may have a different nutritional profile when it's prepared by a different chef or made in a certain restaurant. This depends on the specific mix of ingredients. Generally though, sushi can be included in a healthy eating plan. To reduce the calories in your sushi meal, avoid anything prepared with mayonnaise or added sauce. Begin your meal with low calorie soup. Pass over the shrimp tempura rolls and choose the cucumber rolls instead. Be sure to order the sushi without any rice at all because one cup of cooked white rice has about 240 calories. I'm Annette Hammond. Welcome back as Geraldine Tegelov continues to guide us through the three R's, the processes of redefining, reinventing, and rebuilding a happy and successful life. Here is host and life coach, Dr. Geraldine Tegelov. We are back and you are listening to Geraldine on Geraldine Tegelove Live. You know, this was initially a couple of weeks or a month or so ago. This was to be a series of just two shows. But the interest has been so amazing that I've decided to extend it to a series of four shows, Sandra, to get um, so much information out there. So over the next two weeks, I'll also be sharing with you the fabulous benefits of having a reading and the very best hints and tips on how to tune in and tune out uh, and what all of that means. So, um, yes. Now, Sandra, where would you like to – you have a next question, I'm sure? I do. i got a whole <laughs> list of them. I could keep you busy for your next four hours of shows, believe me. <laughs> Um, the next question I have is just because you created these cards and there's a set of feather cards. There's a set of, I call the dog cards, they're paused to reflex. And then there's the horse cards. And I live in a horse community. I own three dogs. And the one deck that I love working with the most is the feather cards. I don't know why, but my, when I ordered them, you know, and I got all three and I was all excited for them. I don't know. Like, they're different words on the cards. Like, a tarot card deck is like a tarot card deck. You have a king of pentacles, whether he's got a hat on or, a you know, sits on a horse. It's not really that different. And the books are all the same. But these oracle cards, they're different concepts in the decks. So my question to you is when you designed these decks, what did you have in mind for us to use the feather or the dog or the horse cards for, because they are different concepts. Okay, yes, they are. And yet there is an underlying truth about all three that they will mm-hmm. all give you fabulous guidance in, um, you know, in your life. So you could use any one of the decks to ask your questions and get your responses. 
I the feathers, uh, or perhaps no, back another step, Geraldine. Each of the decks of cards, uh, Sandra, will resonate probably with a particular person. So if you absolutely love dogs, now dog energy is all about loyalty and unconditional love. So if you feel that that's what you're looking for in life, that deck of dog cards will actually help to create that uh, vibration within you and they will give you the most beautiful, loyal and unconditional love uh, guidance for your life. So if any time, Sandra, you're feeling uh, that a little unloved or a little unappreciated or whatever, I would put my hand up for the dog cards because that's what the card deck was built on that unconditional love and loyalty. And we've always had dogs, and their, their energy and vibration is amazing. Horses, horse energy is all about empowerment and freedom. So if you feel that uh, you are really searching for that freedom in your life or that um, to be empowered in your life, then... At that point in time, put your hand out and, and find those horse. They're called wild and free horse affirmation cards. Beautiful deck of cards. They have, and I did a lot of research on these cards. Every single horse in this world has a particular energy and vibration. And they have a unique message. The same as we all have a unique message for the world, so do they. And uh, I was brought up on horseback. Uh, I mean, I could ride a horse before I could walk, just about. <laughs> so horses are very uh, important to me in my life. In saying that, uh, feathers are those beautiful little um, weightless gifts that float in from spirit to guide our way. And uh, feathers, you know, we can't always go and find a horse to talk to. And maybe we own a dog, um, but if you don't own a dog, you can't always have a dog around you to connect to that energy. And you can do that through the cards because I've always felt it's really important to um, have real images of horses and dogs and feathers because they then hold the powerful energy of that particular animal at that moment in time. So I, I went to a lot of trouble to get uh, horse photos and travelled the countryside to get them. And do dog cards, I, I asked people everywhere for their favourite photo of their dog. And it was amazing how each of them, when they got their pack of cards, they said to me how close it was to describing that particular dog or that particular horse. So feathers are also something that we can find every time we go walking. And if we are open to it, spirit can speak to us through those feathers or through the dogs, or through the horses. Does that answer your question, Sandra? It does, it does. And it really clarifies, like, you know, you you package your cards in these nice, 
storage boxes. Like they really come like beautifully appointed. So what I did was I, I put, picked the covers off my boxes and I, I wrote on the inside of the box, like, you know, what the, you know, like the dog unconditional love and the horse one, you know, wild and free and, you know, empowerment and freedom is what I wrote on that box. So that I kind of can keep in mind, you know, what might be best for me at any given time, because, you know, they are so beautiful and I really couldn't choose between the three of them. I wouldn't want to choose. Um, And so it's nice to have these different resources. Now I have another question for you um when you're trying to change your life for the better or change your business something for like optimal success in life or or happiness you know people go through all sorts of things and they need help getting out of them how can oracle cards help somebody who's struggling what i suggest sandra and this is the simplest way of doing it these oracle cards are just, you know, remember they're talking to that unconscious mind that's desperately wanting to serve you and help you. I have a favorite way of doing it, and it takes choosing four cards. The first question you ask the cards is, what does my heart really desire right in this moment? And you choose the card. The second question to ask is, what might be holding me back from achieving that? And then you choose a card. Third question could be, it will be, um, what do I need to focus on right now in order for that heart desire to come about? And then my final question, and I love the little dog barking in the background, Sandra. Yeah, well, they want the dog cards. They do. And the final question is, so if I focus on all those first three cards, what is the probable outcome of that? And that those four questions and choosing four cards will give you fabulous advice. And if you follow that advice, I guarantee it will lift you out of that stress zone, stressville, and, and moving forward towards that uh, ultimate outcome or fabulous result. That's really cool, Geraldine, because one of the things I found that your cards did was they really did empower me. They really did. Um, they worked better than the antidepressant. You know, I could sit down and yes. do my cards and, um, you know, really think about um, because one of the things that really did. And for somebody like me, Geraldine, my mind goes like 100 miles an hour in 50 different directions, you know, skipping all over the place. And yes. It helped me, I know we're like the word of the day is focus, but it helped me focus on one aspect, like one card. I just thought about it and I didn't overthink it. I didn't go bananas about it. I just thought about like, how does this relate to me? What can I do to improve or what can I do to help? And it gave me a lot of peace of mind. Yes, yes. And that's exactly the key to all of this, Sandra, and um, I haven't probably mentioned this, uh, but along the way, the key to using any type of cards is trusting what comes. If you can choose your card and absolutely trust that the, uh, the perfect answer will appear, then it will and and don't pick up the card and go, oh, no, I don't think that's it. You know, I remember myself going, oh, I don't like that one. I think I'll choose another one. <laughs> but I really had to learn to trust what came. That was so, so important. So, everyone, what I – and Sandra, um, if you don't mind, I just want to remind people that 
all of these cards are available on my website and the great part is that you pay one little cost and and all the um, mailing uh, and the postage is included in that cost. So that's even better. You don't have to think, oh, but how much postage do I have to pay? Because that's included. If you go to feathercardreading.com and you'll find the cards there on my website and the cost includes postage and handling. And another little hint for all those in the U.S., our dollar is not looking real good at the moment against your greenback, so you get them for even less. <laughs> Just a little tip there, Sandra. I am. I'm going on your website right now because my um, my other set of cards, my horse cards, are all dog-eared and beaten up, and my feather cards are all pristine. So I think I need to get myself a new set of, of horse cards. Oh, fantastic. Now, Sandra, I just, we're, as we're coming towards the close today, thank you so much for for asking your, and questions that I wouldn't have even thought of. I think when you're in it all the time, you forget that you, once upon a time you were a rank beginner and you wanted to ask all these questions, but you didn't know how to. Absolutely, because it's confusing. And, you know, you do this and you're so good at it. You know, I thought I needed sage and to dance around and do all these things. I didn't realize I could just sit down, set my attention. Hey, clean the cards, quantum. Boop. That, all right, now I go. That works for me. Yes, yes. But if, as I said, if you love the ritual of going, you know, uh, doing all those things, and some people do need ritual, then do that. But thank you so much, Sandra, for being here today. It's been just um, fantastic. So um, I guess until next week, and remember the next two weeks, we're going to have, you know, lots more information and wonderful hints and tips about doing readings and things. And uh, so you can connect in here anytime and get the podcast and listen in if you need to go back through and have a second listen. So everyone, a million blessings of love, peace and happiness for this week. Go and have fun with those Oracle cards. Bye for now. Geraldine will be back next week with more life-changing ideas to share. In the meantime, you can visit her at www.geraldinetegelove.com to check out her fabulous new products and her workshops. Remember that all Geraldine's radio shows are available on iTunes free of charge. So why not